You know how Jada be going, ah I got Hello and welcome to Dopey. I'm Dave. I'm Chris. And it's the podcast about drugs, addiction, and dumb shit. Also possibly about recovery. We are here in Southampton. What are you what are you pointing at me for? <laughs> what do you want me to say? Dude, let's just fucking let's call this guy. Okay, we go right on the horn, okay, Dopey I'd Nation, say, immediately. I would really try to refrain from, from your black black speak. <laughs> what do you mean? Okay, for, for about seven they months. They can't see me. Yeah, but I can. Yeah. For about seven months. I have, I'm closer to black than you are. If you say so. Yes. Okay. For about seven months, I have been, uh, or Chris brought this guy, the Eastside Crackhead, to my attention. And we've decided that if we can get the Eastside Crackhead on Dopey, that Chris could finally get the New York Post to write an article about Page us. Page six. So we were. I just feel so stupid. I feel like we're a couple of honkies calling like a cool rapper dude. And, and you think of yourself like as blacker than me. Yes, but still, I'm a honky. Who says that? I mean, that? I was very intimidated by... Um, what was that guy's name? Danny Boy O'Connor. Yeah, which is why I'm much <laughs> blacker than you are. You just got you just got to roll with this, homie. Right. Just relax. Just right, don't cool. stress yourself. Um, Jesus fucking Christ! I'm so nervous. I'm like a schoolgirl at church, East Side. <laughs> um, what the fuck? Um, tell the audience about who he is. What he is? Are you calling him right now? I'm, I'm trying to get All my right, phone I'll to up, work. I'll, I'll say so. Anyways, I um. I saw him on, uh, so his name's Eastside, a.k.a. or formerly known as the Eastside Crackhead. I saw him on Instagram on a um, suggested video. I have the video right here. This is him. If you look him up, he's actually on the street. He's no longer on the street, but he used to be on the street. He's holding a street sign. On the street, meaning? Yeah, uh, he's uh, homeless. He's holding a street sign begging, and this is uh, him rapping. Okay, so he's also a rapper, but this is when he was homeless, and he has a, a street sign. Listen up. Okay, tell them more right. about So anyways, I heard that video and I watched it and it's, and it's someone recording him from a window in a car and uh, him just rapping. It was really good. I listened to it like 20 times and then I just started going through his back catalog and I reached out to him and then we started communicating with his manager big time and we've been trying to get him on the show. We were trying to get him to Dave's place in the Lower East Side, but it kept on not happening. And we're calling. Hold it right here like that. Not too close, though. Like right here on this side. He's not going to pick up anyway. He might. The other thing... Yes, hello? Hello, is this Eastside? Yes, uh, big time. Big time. Uh, yes, yes, yes. He's right here. How are you? I'm good at yourself. Very well, thank you. I'm glad we finally connected, dude. This is Chris. Yeah, definitely. Let me put you on speaker here. Hold on one second. Yeah, it's been, it's been a journey. I have uh, Eastside here with me. Yeah, what up, man? Eastside. What up, Eastside? How you feel? All right, man. Cool. You know, you know, you heard about our podcast? Yeah, I heard about it, yeah. I've seen it. Yeah, so it's basically it. it's basically just funny drug stories and stuff. And uh, I was actually just saying while you were on the phone, the way I found you is I was on Instagram, and I don't even use it much on my personal account. And I saw the video of you back in the day with the street sign, and somebody was recording you from the car, and you were rapping. Do you know the one I'm talking about? Yeah, yes. that was. Yes, gr- I remember. Yeah, I, li- I must have listened to it like twenty times, dude. Yeah. Yeah, it was great. So, anyways. That was um, viral too. No kidding. How many how many views did you get on that? How many views did you get on that one? No doubt, crazy. And what you're in North Carolina now? Yeah, yeah. I'm just finishing my album. How's it coming? Man, I just did two songs the other day. It's going straight to the top. You want to give us a? Yeah, I can't believe I, I I did it. Nice, dude. So, anyways, so Isai, so we started this this podcast. It's like funny sort of drug stories and whatnot, um, and that's the focus of it. 
um, to see if, you know, maybe you want to tell a story or something like that and then tell us a little bit about your music, about um, your single and stuff like that and get into, uh, you know, what you're doing with your career and whatnot. Does that sound good? All right, so I'll tell you. I'll you tell you. Funny, no, go ahead. Go ahead. You want to hear a funny one? Yes. Listen, when when my thing take off, well, if it takes off, I plan on having my own show called "The Life and Style, The Lifestyles of Eastside Crackheads." I want to go around back to where I was at, but not but not using. And I want to show how we think different than normal people. Like, I want to, people know, you know, people see people who smoke crack, but they haven't seen, like, the ins and outs. Like, I want to show, like, certain outs, like our geeks. Like, when we take a hit, what we do. Like, when soon you let the pipe go. Yeah. It's some funny stuff, man. Uh, it's a girl named Littlehead. She takes a hit in the building. Like, I used to be in a building on the ninth floor. Because the reason why I go to the ninth floor is because the police... They patrol the projects. And more than likely, they'll come, they'll get off on the roof and check the roof before they go anywhere. So if I'm on a nice floor getting high, I can hear them upstairs. I can hear them walking. <laughs> so you know where they're going to be at. That's right. Yeah. And by the time they get to me, I'm, I'm jetting down the stairs. How many floors are in the building? 14. There you go. So sometimes I'm, I'm going, I'm taking, I'm. I'm hitting on the ninth floor, but on the 10th floor, I hear somebody else smoking. And it'd be a girl named Littlehead. She takes a hit. And I look around the, 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 the banister, and I see her butt-ass naked. And the reason why she butt-ass naked is because when she takes a hit, she thinks bugs is on her. So she, so she strips her naked. Strip, butt ass naked. A pussy sticking up the hole. <laughs> everything smelling like a glass of spit with ice in it. There you go, little head. Everybody knew little head stink over there. What? But in the morning, she the most nicest female in the world. Hmm. But at night, when she think get some beer in her and a hit, it's over. She call that. She think she call everybody little dick. You little dick, mom. But everybody got a little dick. <laughs> then you got a guy in a wheelchair. He takes a hit. Oh, then you got a white dude. He takes a hit and run. He runs all the way like twenty blocks. He takes a hit, drop he can have more drugs in his hand. He drop his drugs, he drop his money, he drop everything and run like twenty blocks. <laughs> That's some good shit. <laughs> so then you got a nigga in a wheelchair. I can't wait to record this because they don't know, they don't see, they around there into the, you know, into the mix. But they don't see the vision I see. All that's money. I mean, this is really, really money. But I need a camera. That's all I need. I need a camera and not take a hit myself. Exactly. That's really the trick, I think, Eastside, is to keep yeah. keep the camera rolling and the pipe away from your lips. That is cash money. <laughs> so, uh, Eastside... take a hit, I'll be in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. What would you do? What do you do after you take the hit? Now, oh, you gotta hear this last story. You gotta hear this last story. Right. They got a crackhead. I ain't gonna lie, I like her. I might go get it and put it in a rehab. But she's pretty, but she got a hole in her neck. You remember, like, you know, like, some, she got a throat problem. Like a tracheotomy. Like, bingo. So, when... So one of the drug dealers told me to come around there because they like like me, and they said, as long as you rap, you can smoke all day. So I went over there, and they, I said, yo, I need a girl, because when I smoke, I get horny. So he got her for me. Yo, she is pretty, but she got the hole in her neck. So we went, and before we went to this room, somebody lent us a room, I said, let's take a hit down the stairs. We went down these stoops, and I, she got a hole in her neck. While I like the, the the pipe for her, <laughs> boy, she has to like put her thumb on the hole or something. Yeah, but when I like the pipe for her, when she finished, the smoke came out of both holes. That just scared the shit out of me. That's some. You should have put you should have put your lips around the hole in her neck and shotgunned it. Shotgunned her. 
like, because I'm asking her to give me some head because I like taking a hit while somebody giving me head, while, while a female giving me head. Yep. But I'm looking at the hole in the neck, and I'm like, yo, that's a tight-ass hole. <laughs> so I'm thinking about sticking my dick in her, hole, in her neck, and that would be literally, literally getting neck. Oh my horrible, God. horrible. Eastside, I want to tell you a story real quick, too, all right? Uh, that was fucking great. So you just remind me. So I, I'm from Boston. I did I ran around Boston mostly or Southern California. But whenever I was in New York, it was like a tractor tractor beam, 125th and Lex, and I'd I'd cop around there. And um, and so I uh, I didn't smoke crack. I would always break it down, you know, with vinegar or lime juice and shoot it. And uh, so I met this guy. He was just <laughs> I met this guy, and he was just sort of like a middleman dude, right? And so he uh, he gets we get some crack and we go to this this motel. It's called the Ebony. You know the Ebony. Oh my God! Yeah, dude, the fucking oh. the remote controls were like glued to the table. It's fucking crazy motel, it's on dude. It's on yep. So so I'm at the Ebony Motel and we end up picking up this just busted ass hooker, right? And uh, when I when I do coke, I'm like the opposite of you. Just no libido. I just want to get high the whole time, right? So I'm sitting on the floor and I'm drawing up my shot, and they start hooking up on the bed. This guy and this hooker, right? And I just like I don't want any of that, right? So all I remember is I'm laying down on the other side of the, on the side of the bed, and they're fucking. They're doing something. I don't know what it is. It sounds like they're drinking big gulps. I'm like, and I'm laying down there. And trying to slam coke in my arm and just literally vibrating, trying not to. <laughs> and I'm just there. I don't even want to look at the bed because I'm afraid they're going to want me to join in or something like that. So I'm just sitting on the bo- on the ground, like vibrating, right? And so I go out finally. We finish. I'm like, all right, I'm gonna. I'll be back in like a little bit. I'm gonna go get something to drink. So I go outside, right? And I'm walking down the street, and I see this white guy, and he's walking like really weird. And uh, I go up to him, and I'm like, hey, man, like. Like, what are you doing? And, uh, like, what are you on? And he was drinking some stuff called GHB, which, um, which I had never done. I'd never tried that before. So, I don't know what that is. yeah, I don't know. It's like some weird shit that kind of knocks you out. You're supposed to drink a little bit. And he had a bottle of it and he gave me, he gave it to me to take a sip of it. And I like chugged like five or six gulps of it. Right. And he just goes, you're fucked. I guess you're supposed to put like a few drops in your mouth. And he's like, you're totally fucked. And I keep saying like, hey, like, let me get some more. Let me get some more. Let me get some more. And he's like, no, like, get out of here. Get out of here. Totally fucked. Finally, I convince him because I'm so aggressive to, to put some in a water bottle for me. Right. It was a Powerade bottle. Right. Blue Mountain. Yeah, a, right. a Blue Mountain Powerade bottle. So he puts them in the Powerade bottle and I walk away. And the next thing I know, I wake up in the emergency room. Right. And uh, I'm looking around. In, I'm, I'm making the emergency room in Harlem. And uh I look at my wristband and I was probably 23 or 24 at the time and I had no ID on me and they estimated my birth date. I was like 43. They were off by like 20 years. That's how old I looked. <laughs> Dude, it even better. The best part was I looked next to me. I have no belongings and just nothing. You know what I mean? I have like a windbreaker on, no shirt underneath it. I haven't eaten in a week. And I look next to the bed and the only belongings I have was the Powerade bottle full of the same shit I overdosed on. They didn't even throw it away. They left it right next to my bed at the hospital. Get out of here. <laughs> oh, man. I thought you might appreciate that one. Chris hey, has been... No, that's the question everybody <laughs> yeah, asks. Everybody asks. I used to say I drank it, man, and I'll tell you what, I was so fucking scared, I poured it out. I was like, I don't want any more of that. Uh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. <laughs> I did. I poured it out. You I, said, I'm with you. I, I don't believe it for a second. <laughs> um, but we've been trying to get you on the show for, for months, so it's very exciting that you came on, and Chris has been saving that story. He wanted you to freak out when he said the ebony, so I'm glad that all worked out yeah. for him and for oh you. <laughs> oh, man. But you're not getting high, right? Oh no, 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 no! I'm down here finishing my album. I got one more song left. But you're clean, no, no, uh, no coke, right? I'm clean. I'm clean. I'm clean. Nice man. What do you think, Eastside? What do you think of 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 well, coke? I got groupies now. I got groupies now. Right. <laughs> I ain't got no ex, no crack holes. I got real. I got Cherokee the Pono Star following. 
follow me. Right. Ooh. You're living the dream, basically. Wait, but does it call to you still at all? Huh? Does it call to you? The yeah, co- I do. I do. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. What do you do? Well, I got money in my pocket. <laughs> yeah, of course. So how do you deal with it? I think I, I, I think about Young and May. I hear a song, and it takes it away. Because, me, you know, you know that song that's popping? Ooh. Which one? It's a rap record. You don't hear it? What, in the background? You don't even know. Well, it's a popular song out. Well, she's, like, blowing up right now. And I just think about how me and her was just in a little bar. And how she's, like, took off. Hmm. And how close you are. Yeah, basically. I'm right there, but I'm coming. Believe me, I'm coming. All right, so for our listeners... I don't write songs. I write masterpieces. (laughs) Um, For our listeners, tell us a little bit more about your career, what you got going on, what's coming up soon, and uh, where they can look up your stuff. All right, well, um, I I got an album coming out called Pipe Dreams on November 30th. I got a single called Dead Ass. Hmm. Deadass. And where's Deadass? I've heard it, but where is it? Where can they find it? They can find it on, well... YouTube, right? SoundCloud. On SoundCloud? And then you got Test Your Work. Test for Your Work. For now, SoundCloud to the DJs get it. Uh, and Test Your Work is on iTunes, right? Yes, yeah. Test Your Work is definitely on iTunes. But... And, and, and Test Your Work gonna be on iTunes, too. Because we need y'all to get it. Yeah. All right. Hey, can we play it uh, as the intro This when we release this episode? Of course. Of course. Awesome. Yeah, you guys, I've heard it, and it's all about, it's about getting high. It's about what it's like. I love that one. Yeah, it's about, it's, you know, it's, a, it's every, mostly every celebrity that, was, that had a problem with drugs. Mm. You know? Yeah. Who's the first one that pops into I, your head? In the hook. Yeah, yeah. So I called them out, you know. Just tell us now, like who? Meek Mills, um, Jay Z, Rick Ross, you know. And it was no disrespect. It was like, yo, let me test your work. Like, you know, do something with the east side. Yeah, right. Uh, Dave uh, met Killer Mike the other day. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but he's very, very. He he just smokes a lot of weed, I think, and he gets down with politics all the time. <laughs> he said he was going to come on dopey. He had me call his aunt or something, and she never got back to me. So what are you going to do, Killer Mike? If you hear this, you should you should get it at all of us and, yeah. and come on the show. Politician now. Yeah, yeah, big time. He was like a Bernie Sanders guy. <laughs> For real. He, like big time, you know, big big Bernie Sanders guy. He was he was where I work. He was just kicking it political style. Um, oh, but uh, oh. but he was cool. He was cool. You know, he's definitely uh, yeah. got skills and he had a, a good career and everything. But I don't think he's making music. Is he making music? I don't know. Who knows? Um, uh, I, I I think I think it's straight politics. Yeah. What uh, Dave can rap a little bit. You want to throw something down? No, I don't. I, I, I hung up my. I stopped rapping years ago yeah. when I got clean. Yeah. No. Oh, but yo, I'm into rock too, though. You, I like. You know who I liked it? I mean, liked it. Um, Creed. Creed the Christian. The Christian one. Creed. You remember Creed? Yeah. Yeah. C R E E D. Creed. Yeah. Yeah, that's some Christians. <laughs> what do you say? Uh, I don't know. That's like, yeah, I, I never got into that stuff, Eastside, I have to tell you. Creed is outside of my... Uh, it's Creed, Let Me Take You Higher, or yes, some shit like that. Yes. Yeah, I listen to them. I listen to them a little bit. <laughs> Give me a break, man. Shut the fuck up. What do you think about... um? What's that? Third Eye Blind. Third Eye Blind. Yeah. That's, I wish you would step up from that ledge, my friend. <laughs> no, I like that old shit. I like that, like, the cream. I like that, um... Oh, you like that? Welcome to the jungle. We like funny games. Who we doesn't? Like you, <laughs> you don't like that stuff. Who doesn't like that well, stuff? No, 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 that was hot. You crazy? That's a classic. Classic, classic, classic. Um, I'm thinking about remixing it, putting a, a rap verse on the end of that. 
You definitely should because that is a because that could also suit the whole East Side style. You know, like the jungle. You know what I'm saying? Like that could be a very very good uh, idea. Uh, uh, you know how the remix go? Welcome to the jungle. We smoke a lot of crack. <laughs> we got everything you want. <laughs> I think we you know might be you're on. coming back. <laughs> ah, I don't die. Oh yeah, yo, you might be on my next track, yo. <laughs> I can see a career here. Oh shit, Eastside and the white boy. Yeah, getting dirty. <laughs> <laughs> uh. We're so glad to have you on, though, bud. It's awesome. Yeah, man. Um, Yo, thanks for having me, man. I appreciate it. Man. You got a parting shot? You have any other uh, crazy, any other crazy uh, crack stories you might want to tell? Uh, the hole in the neck oh. was good. Can't be topped. <laughs> Cannot be topped. Uh, is she still around? Nah, but you, you can see it on my new show, but, but she's in a rehab right now. Lou oh. in a rehab. All right. So let's send her our prayers and, and best wishes. What's her name? Yeah. yeah. What's her name? Little Head. Little Head. Oh, little head. <laughs> All right. Little Head, we, we send you the best. All right, Eastside. We'll hit you up when we release oh, yeah, this. Yeah, What's that? It's in production now. It's a musical, like, you know, it's reality musical. Okay. When's that coming out? When's that coming out? I'll say like another two months. Okay. Well, we'll let you know when this comes out and we will stay in touch. Yeah, but look forward for Pipe Dreams. Yeah, we're going to put this out. And that single dead ass on November 30th on iTunes and SoundCloud. November 30th. November 30th. So we'll bump this episode. We'll make sure this episode comes out before that so people hear it, all right? All right. Cool. All right. Appreciate it. All right. No doubt. All right, man. I'm glad we connected. It's too bad we couldn't do it in person. Hopefully one day we'll meet in person. That's right. Awesome. All right. And hey, uh, please uh, pass my regards along to Big Time. Tell him I said thanks for all oh, no, these. He's right here. He's right here. Oh, okay. All right. Yes. Thank you, Big Time. Eastside, we're glad you're uh, you're living the dream. Very, very happy. That's yeah. cool. It's good to good to get the groupies instead of crackheads. Yeah, right. <laughs> the pipe dream. Yeah. Wow. Eastside crackhead finally on dopey. It took how long did it take to get that to happen? A long time. A long time. And many family emergencies. Many family emergencies. <laughs> yeah. I wanted to ask him uh, how long he thought he had he had been clean for, but I figured best not to ask that. Why? Just, I don't know. Well, I think he drinks. He just doesn't smoke crack. Well, these are questions we really should have given to Eastside. But we were so excited to have a, yeah, an internet celebrity. I don't want to put him on his spot and make him think maybe we were casting aspersions about his recovery program just because we don't drink and stuff. I'm just saying it would be interesting to know. Yeah. You know? Yes. Aspersions aside, it would be Asper- interesting. Aspersions aside. It would be interesting to know. That's yeah. all. Um, I, they both seem like really cool dudes. I'd like to meet them. Someday. The really interesting thing to me is that months ago. Do you think I seem like a honky? I think we both did. Ugh. But let's not use that word. Let's not use the H word. Um, Why is it a honky? Because they honk the horns or something? I There's have no some clue. etymology there. I'm sure. I have no idea. Most words have an etymology. Yeah, but I don't know what the honky is. And I don't think anyone's used the word honky since like 1985 and you were like not born or something. So I don't know. Where do you get the word honky from? I don't know. You know where I would hear the I word? I heard it once and I liked it so much I just banked it. Honky was the was used on the I, Jeffersons. I feel like it's like when like like uh, like maybe like a white guy is like looking for like a prostitute or something who of color they honk the horn. Is that the etymology? If you say so, I feel like that might be what it is. I truly doubt it. I truly doubt that honky comes from something as specific as a white guy looking for a black hooker. I truly, truly okay, doubt. Okay, well, it. keep talking. I'm going to look this up because now I have to. The thing about this that that I find so compelling is that this we started pursuing Eastside, you know, t- seven months ago, eight months ago, and Chris was like, "This is going to be the guy." You know, this is going to break Dopey, the Eastside crackhead. And I was like, okay. And, and then Chris said, 
But Dave, I have a story that I will not tell unless Eastside is on the show. And then Chris tells his story, and it's the GHB story. Where's the news story? Um, oh. What what piece of that story was no. not tellable? Oh no before? no no no! I would th- that was for Eastside. No, I was. You're confusing with Artie Lang. Oh. I, have a, I have a story oh. that I haven't told for Artie. If Artie comes on, I'll tell it. I really like when you said the big gulp thing. Kind yeah. of like alluding to blowjobs, but instead of mentioning a gurgling sound, you said it sounded like, like the, they were it, drinking it, it, big that's gulps. That's what it, it sounded like the bottom of a big gulp. Like, like, the, like a Slurpee, more like a Slurpee. Excellent. Wait, I looked this up. Honky. A derogatory, a derogatory term for a Caucasian person. There are three main theories for the origin of the word. Number one, the word originated from the practice of white males wishing to hire African-American prostitutes in the 1920s and going to the appropriate part of town while honking their car horns to attract the whores. So I I was right. There you go. Thank you. Knocking the vape. Let me just say. Yeah. That's very impressive. (laughs) And I I apologize. Yeah. Now I'm going to do something that you're not going to want me to do. What are you doing? I have another guy. No, don't call someone right now. Well, then talk. Yeah, let's uh, let's 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 let it go for a little bit. I don't, the phone thing was all fucking blurry, and we don't want to cloud um, blurry. Yeah, it was, audio. It was, what's it was, a, what's a, what, what do you what's a word for audio blurry? Um, static e. I wonder how much was static e. I wonder how much was static e. Because we only heard that little bit. Yeah. Do you have the little bugs in your brain, kind of? No. I'm good. Did you ever feel that Are feeling? Are we talking for a little? Let's, let's go. What, don't call someone now. D- don't worry. Did you ever feel that I, feeling? I will until I hear you. No, we're good. Okay. Did you ever feel that insects on your skin feeling? Yes. Yeah. That, that's yeah. something that you frequented. Not frequently. I mean, my cocaine psychosis was always like police um, are after me. But not bugs because bugs no, is I a have classic. Had, I have had bugs. Uh, that's more like hallucinogenics. Um, no, but I've heard about the cocaine bugs. Oh, there's a cocaine. Times. No, I'm saying for me. Right. I'm just saying personally. The bugs was more hallucinogenics a little bit. Um, and I always actually kind of knew when I had my wits about me that if I was starting to think there were bugs and I was hallucinating, don't travel down that rabbit hole because it's just going to get worse. And I'd just be like, they're not there. Um, but it's funny, actually. The hallucinations I would have from hallucinogenics were more controllable than the hallucinations I had from stimulants. When I would shoot meth and shoot coke, there was no, it was, they were so profound and like they were there. Do you know what I mean? Right. And I couldn't like not acknowledge them. Whereas with LSD or something, I could always be like, I took LSD and like this might be because of the LSD. Occasionally I take so much, my ego would dissolve. They call it ego dissolution. And then I'd just be a totally different human being. But most of the time, I would still know, like, oh, I ingested something and this isn't real. Whereas with the cocaine, I'd be like, there's a fucking cop behind that dumpster. I can see him. I'd take pictures of it and zoom in on the pictures to try to find the person. But I also think that's just about, like, the nature of this, the substance. Oh, totally. You know, it's so illegal and it's just like... No, I don't even mean that. I mean, like, with the with hallucinogen... There's like a softness and a thro- a soft throbbing, like yeah. where awareness comes in and out, and it's like breathing. And with a stimulant, it's like, <laughs> you know, it's not. There's no like thinking time, yeah. and there's no like navigating thoughts. Yeah. You know that doesn't come with shooting coke or meth. Whereas the nice, the throbbing thoughts of of a hallucinogen, you can kind of weave in and out of thoughts. You know what's funny is I have you read Be Here Now by Ram Dass? No. Um, it's this book. It's pretty good. You should check it out. I'm familiar with pictures and stuff. Yeah. So he actually, is it good? Yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, it's like a toilet book. I mean, you can just read it, pick up what book isn't a toilet book. They're all all toilet books. Um, and so you, uh, but anyways, he considers methamphetamine in the book. He calls methamphetamine a hallucinogenic. Because if you can weed out the rain, 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 if you know how to control that and basically remain calm through it, you can actually hallucinate. He was a drug user, though. Yeah, so he worked at Harvard. Um, he was one of the original Richard a, Alpert guys. Yeah. He was Richard Alpert. Yeah, he was Richard Alpert. He was and the he Timothy went, Leary guy. Yeah, and so he was at Harvard. He was a psychologist. He started experimenting with LSD at Harvard. He did some cool shit, too. He was all about like the therapeutic relationship and the circle. 
like, and more so than like the theoretical orientation of how you treat patients. He was about like building a bond, like, and he tried to actually sort of like research that. I forget what it's called. It's like this, this circle of influence or some shit. But anyways, he started uh, taking LSD and then uh, something happened with Harvard and he moved over to India started giving LSD to all these gurus over there. Did we talk about this ever? Mm. Yeah, so he took a bunch of LSD and he uh, he started feeding it to these different gurus. And uh, I wonder if Brother Julius got a got a dose. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, and so he uh, and he said he got three responses, and he was giving them the equivalent of modern day like ten to fifty hits. He was giving them like really strong acid, lots of it. And uh, yeah, it's fine. And he. Um, uh, so he gave, he said he had three responses. Some of these people in India, these spiritual leaders, they'd be like, oh, that's pretty good, but like I can do it with meditation. And then there's another group who was like, this is pretty sweet. Let me get some more. And then there was another group totally unaffected. Wow. That's they, the they real drop, group. They drop LSD. That's probably the no, real Those spirit. are the real gurus. Yeah. He said he'd give them huge doses and just nothing. They wouldn't even react to it. Those are the real ones. There are permatrippers. But that's all. I mean, that's, you can't trip when you're tripping. Now, forgive me if I if I'm mistaken, but did Richard Albert Ramdas wind up at Google? What? I think he wound up becoming a Google employee. No, he didn't. Did he? I think so. But Is me, that where Silicon Valley? You know, there's like the spiritual teacher in Silicon Valley that know. stays with um, the guy who runs Hooli. Do you watch Silicon Valley? Yes. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. I think it is. I think that's where it comes from. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna Google this. You talk for a second. Um, what should I talk about? Why don't you talk about, um, the Ebony? Oh yeah. So the Ebony Motel. So this is, I mean, to our, um, regular listeners, I retold earlier in the episode, the Mountain Blast Powerade bottle. If you want to hear the full extended version, it's episode three, but I hadn't talked about the Ebony Motel piece of it. Um, I think you also told it again at, um, well, it's a classic with, uh, what's his face? Nick Reiner. It's a classic. Oh, I did tell it with him. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so anyways, this motel we stayed at, dude, they fucking like glue the, um, remote controls down to the table. Um, like everything's like bolted down. It's nasty. They give you like one towel and everybody's getting high there. It's just everybody. And so I remember I had been like kind of like ripping and running for like a week. And like I said, to East side, I hadn't been eating and shit. And so I was staying in this hotel with this hooker and this, uh, this other guy and we're getting, we're getting high, like the three of us. And, um, and then I overdosed and I woke up in Harlem and I came back to the hotel and I was just disgusting. I had shat the bed at the ER. It was really fucking nasty. And I'm like limping. And I was like, I need a shower to feel better, you know? And, uh, we only had one towel. I vividly remember this. And both the, the guy and the hooker that were staying in the hotel room had used that towel and I showered and it was the only thing I had to dry off. And uh, I used this towel, and it was just there was just so much nasty hair and stains on it. it and Chris is like a fucking like, <laughs> like meat a germaphobe. Free germaphobe. Yeah, it was really fucking gross. Richard Albert never worked at Google. Yeah, I didn't think so. And there was some spiritual guy that worked there. <laughs> I don't know who it was. Was this the Maharishi? No, there was. I, I remember reading about it. I, the, I, uh, what's the um, other guy? Not the uh, what everybody like says. Oh, so and so like supports this. What are you talking about? I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> Bless you. Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know, man. That's funny, like, fucking that we finally got Eastside on. I feel like... I feel like it would have been much better in person, you know? I of wish course, of course. But when does Eastside trek out to Southampton on a cold Saturday night? Hey, you never know, man. He's recording a record. Might have some groupies out here. So what are we going to do? Are we going to start with his song or are we going to put it at the end? Um, you yeah. told him we were going to start with this song. Oh, did I? So we could start with it. Um, I was thinking about something. I uh, I started going to meetings on Long Island, um, and like, what's the difference? There's a lot of differences. Let's, let's hear. It. The first. Do you the, like New York meetings more? The city meetings. Um, I don't know. But the first, the first, I don't know if I told you this story, but the first, the first uh, AA meeting I went to on Long Island after. I had moved. It's like a Saturday in the afternoon, and it's at like one of these giant churches, the like giant like mall churches in yeah. Suffolk County. And I go in, 
And like it's like in the lobby, really modern and clean and nice. Yeah. And uh, I walk in, and there's like ten people in there, eleven people in there. And I'm like, you know, I'm looking around, and it's like your classic mix of old, washed up people and young Long Island Guidos. And yeah. but then my eyes move my way to the back of the room, and there's this spread, you know, cookies, bagels with cream this cheese. Is in Long Island. Yeah, yeah, nice. Two coffees, a coffee, a yeah, decaf. Yeah, because no bums coming in. Sugar, <laughs> milk. Closing it, you know? There's and no I'm like, freeloaders out in Long Island. Exactly. And yeah. I'm looking around, I'm like, this looks pretty good. And I'm like, I could go for a cup of coffee. And I'm like walking across the room trying to be like normal or whatever. And people are like nodding at me and I'm like nodding at them. And I'm like, I think I'm going to have a cup of coffee. So I, just because I want to, you know, whatever. Yeah. So I take, I didn't even want a cup of coffee. Yeah. I just figured it would be something to do. That's what they do. So I would do it. Yeah. So I take my, my white styrofoam coffee cup and I, and I just start loading it with sugar. And I'm like, this probably doesn't look that cool, but nobody's really watching me. And I'm super hyper aware of what I'm doing. Yeah. And then, um, and then I pour, like I pour a bunch of milk into it and I put it down and I, reach for the tap of the coffee and I think I'm so nervous or something the coffee hits the cup and the cup just falls out of my hand and all the milk in the coffee <laughs> falls on the floor Ugh. and everyone's like uh and I'm like uh are there any paper towels and they they point me to the kitchen and I yeah. grab all these paper towels <laughs> and I get on my hands and knees and I start mopping up the coffee and I'm like Ugh. and then and then I I, I I get back up I'm like okay it's everything's cool I'm like yeah. you know saluting everybody and waving yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then I get another cup and I fill it with sugar and I fill it with milk and I put the coffee in it and I put it there and I like turn around and I knock it over again. No. <laughs> I spill it twice. Oh, wait. And then you know, I, if that would for me 10 years ago, I would have just left. I would have just like left everything the way it was and never went back to the meeting. And then the dude next to me is like, I guess we're going to need some more milk because I used all the milk. <laughs> oh, and, um, and, and this was the first time you were there? Yeah. And then um, Have you been back? No. Um, and then, and whatever. The meeting went well. They had a good yeah. spread. Then I decided to go to a, a Narcotics Anonymous meeting. Um, and that was just like... I, I don't go to Narcotics. You I used should, to. I shouldn't mention the fellowship. That used to be your jam. I'm an addict. I barely yeah. drank. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, so I love, I love Narcotics Anonymous. I shouldn't, I shouldn't mention the name of the fellowship. Mm. It, doesn't it violate everything? I don't know. But so I go down there. It's 1230 on a Tuesday or something. Fucking basement of a church. A huge sign behind the guy's head that says, God doesn't like it when we curse. And I'm like, oh, no. Um, Every person that walks in to me is identical. They all have white T-shirts, a backwards black baseball hat, a thick gold chain, they're all white, except there's a big black like postal employee. It was a Strong Island crew. Yeah, they all have their their name tattooed on the bottom of their forearm. That's your crew, though. That's like the type of people you normally hang out with. Is it? <laughs> um, so so I'm sitting there, and and the first guy, he's like, I just want to thank God for being my higher power and I'm so glad I'm here and I'm so glad I'm clean. I'm, I'm just so glad. I'm so grateful and I want to thank God. And I'm like. Okay. Yeah. And then the next guy goes, yeah, thanks, family. I just want to thank God, my higher power. <laughs> I, I'm just so happy to be here. I'm so happy to stay clean. And then the third guy raises his hand. And he goes, he goes, what's up, fam? I can't get it right. I just can't do it. And he's screaming. I don't know why no one can tell me what I'm supposed to do, but I don't know. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And, and then the black guy raises his hand and goes, hello, family. I just want to thank God, my higher power, for keeping me one day sober. Ugh. And I'm just sitting there. And then I raise this my hand. It sounds like a horrible meeting. And dude. I'm just like, hello, family. I just want to thank God, my higher power, <laughs> for keeping you, me clean. You did not. And it's like, I'm just so grateful to be sober, family. It's just amazing. <laughs> and I said, I, said, I said, you know, sometimes my head is so neurotic, it's like a washing machine. And it never stops spinning, family. You digs? <laughs> and, uh, and, then, and then this old woman raised her hand. She goes, hello. I just want to thank God, my higher power, for keeping me clean. And I just want to say that washing machine is a really good image for me. Because that's what my head's like. It's like a washing machine. <laughs> uh, and now this is your new group, your new home group? Yeah, it's my home group. That's my fam. 
That's your fam. How many people? And I just want to do another Long Island impression wait, wait, wait. before I people? quit. It's like 40 people. Uh, that's a lot. Yeah, I wish I had that material was fresher in my mind. It's good. No, but when, when, I, when I first told that story, it was really funny. But now I want to do my favorite impression. Woman from Long Island ordering food where I work. Yes, I'd like a matzo ball soup hot. Yes, I'd like fries extra crispy. Yes, I'd like a diet cream soda. Thank you. <laughs> Thank do, you. Do, can, do you even do your fries extra crispy? No. Or are they just whatever, however they're done? They're right? just the way There's they are. There's no extra And I crispy. used to say to them, I used to say, lady, there is no extra crispy. How about this? I said, and I, would, I swear to, to you and I to know you, Jesus. I know you're telling the truth. Yeah. I would say, how about this, lady? I'm going to tell you they're extra crispy, but they're not going to be. How does that feel? And she said, so just get me the fries. <laughs> I want a corned beef sandwich cut thin. <laughs> oh, my God. That's funny, dude. What's funny about oh, it? That's funny because I can picture you berating your customers because I've seen it. It's sad. It's not sad. It's your stick. It's sad. That's how you get your tips. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. It's sad. You humiliate people into your tips. Oh, the other day it was just nonstop. It was just wall to wall. But um, wait. But what we gotta we have to circle back to East Side, right? And rappers and Killer Mike. That's the topic. I don't even know why you mentioned Killer Mike. Why? Because like, is he cool? Is he like sure? But I don't even remember it. I thought you were like you were kicking it. He's your homie. It was months ago. We were kicking it. Sure. Yeah. The interesting thing though is that big time. Was he fucking with us with Creed and Third Eye Blind? Yeah. He, okay. Yeah, I wish we had. Uh, I, at least I said I didn't like it, right? Yeah. Thank God, yeah. Dopey Nation stays strong. Yeah. But um, I want to say another thing about my using days. The kind of junkie that I was, okay, I was such a bourgeois fucking middle class junkie yeah. that I would go to the bodega. And I would buy one of those Martinelli's apple juice. First, yeah. I would go to the fucking drugstore. Those Martinelli's are great, dude. I'd buy a it's syringe. The cream of the crop. I'd, buy, I'd get my dope, and yeah. I'd be sick. But this is how mental I am. I'd be sick. I would go buy a syringe, and I would go buy Martinelli's apple juice. You could wait to no. get the Martinelli's I'll tell you why. No, but I'll, this, this is the thing. Yeah. Yeah. I'd get the Martinelli's. Because the cap? Because they had the metal cap, I knew it. and I would yeah. drink the juice. Oh. <laughs> no, I would take. I'd go to the bathroom of like Starbucks or Panera. Yeah, lock the door, and I'd be like, "Thank you, family, for letting me be in a quiet room yeah. alone." And then I'd wash the apple juice out of the cap, and yeah. I would always cook in the Martinelli's cap. Dude, I would. Um, I'd use the bottom of a can. And I could rip the can so quickly because you, you drink it, you go like this, you rip it open, and you pull it out, and it can come like out. A, a like a soda it. can. Yeah, soda can. Yeah, well, you're much more hardcore than I am. That's my point. I'm bourgeois. <laughs> I mean, you come from a lot more money well, than no, I but do. But it's also the thing is uh, I shot Coke, and little caps wouldn't be good because you get all shaky after you do your first shot. So you need like a big base. Yeah, <laughs> I was feeling that shit. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing dude, about— Dude, you know I shot Coke once, mixed it up with Coke— I shot Coke dissolved in Coca-Cola. And? And it worked. Did you taste the Coke? No. I tasted the cocaine. But I you didn't, didn't taste, taste that syrupy, delicious no, Coca-Cola? I didn't taste the Coca-Cola. That's fascinating. I actually like shook it up, too. It was in a plastic bottle. I like shook up the Coke first, the Coca-Cola, because I was like, need to get that carbonation out. It's probably bad for my blood. <laughs> I, I'm just like thinking, though, that the carbonation would do something. I guess it's just such a small amount that it doesn't do anything. I guess. I wonder what I, happens when I have put so much fucking garbage into my veins, it's amazing I'm alive. Like, no I shit. just shot the biggest bullshit. I shot... Garbage juice. I shot puddle water. Just everything and anything. I could, I couldn't wait. I just had to fucking use it right when I got it. But somehow in my mind, like when when fifty milliliters of Coca Cola hits your heart, your in my mind, your heart is going to explode <laughs> yeah, from the carbonation. The the yeah, exactly, fine. exactly. <laughs> yeah. You can put every chemical you want in there, but that tiny bit of carbonation is going to end you. Yeah, you know. You know, I heard a story today about a guy who was shooting dope and his legs swelled up to like the size of tree trunks because the dope was cut with meat tenderizer. <laughs> it fucked him up really bad. I don't know why I'm laughing. What does that even mean? I don't know. That's just what I heard. Why would that what make his leg? What is meat tenderizer? It sounds like it's not what you want in your dope. Or your meat. You need to tenderize your meat. <laughs> you know? Yeah. What is meat tenderizer? I don't know. I thought meat tenderizer is like a like, hammer. Yeah, the thing you smash the meat with, right? 
I wonder. I bet it's a different hey, word. Hey, Scott. Scott from Charlestown. What about Charleston? It? What? He probably knows what it is. He's a chef. What's meat tenderizer? Is there a chemical Shoot called us an meat email, dopeypodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, yeah. If you don't have it. You know, people stopped writing reviews. Did you notice that? Dude, we don't get a review for like two days, and Dave's like, people stop writing reviews. You don't feel the same <laughs> the way? Downloads dip for a minute, and Dave's like, it's tanking. <laughs> show's, go- show's over. Dopey Nation. What are we going to do, man? Yeah, dopey nation. Uh-huh. I like it because I feel you too. I feel where you're coming from, but Dude, I'm your Chris, counsel. Chris plays it cool yeah. right now. <laughs> if I don't say anything, and it and it's horrible, <laughs> I need to say something. If you panic, then it calms me down. Yeah. If I don't panic, I get Chris on the phone. He's like, Dave, I, I don't know, man. I think the download count's pretty down today. <laughs> and, uh, and like, and I, and I, I'm oh, like, shit. oh, because no. I'm like, I don't know what to say because. I'm not going to respond the way you respond. I'm not like you. I'm fucking retarded. I'm like, head for the hills. It's over. It's over. I was like, well, what are you going to do? You're like black and white cookies, t-shirt business. What am I going to do? No, I'm like, it's over. Because because when I say something to Chris, Chris is much smarter than me. I hate to admit it. I don't really think it. But Chris is much smarter than me in a lot of issues. And the thing he says to me that's so smart is that you should never be a financial analyst. Right. Because Dave looks at the chart and he tries to make meaning and I'm just like, shut up. I'm like, do you think you think you can download it 50 times right now? Because I feel like today is a little bit light. Um, but he's talking macro versus micro. And on that point, do you guys know anybody, Dopey Nation, that could download the show? Because we need more people to listen. Yeah. I need the they don't even have to listen to it. Just download it. Do you guys know any Pakistanis keeps, that could take a penny each <laughs> to download it? it? It helped keep us sober. It's literally the only thing we got left. Do you think so? Was our download count? That's well, it. Clearly, it's not sex anymore. Or, or emails. <laughs> or emails. No, no. We've been getting some good emails. In fact, why don't you read an email? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. But you got to keep talking because it's going to take me a while to find one. There was something else that I wanted to say. Um, I want to say this. I feel bad because we've totally lost. Um, Try to find an email in September. Can I just read a, um, a recent one? No, I just said try to find an email in September. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, we just got an email that said I was an asshole. You know, I don't see myself that way. Do you know that? Yeah. What do you mean, yeah? <laughs> I wasn't listening. I'm going to read a recent one. Is that right? No. Read the one from September. September. Dude, we're in November. I just want to say this before we even say another word. I feel really bad for our dopey nation because they email us and I, I intend to read them, but we're so disorganized that we don't ever do it in order. I feel bad for the dopey nation because they listen to us. Yeah. Period. Yeah. God bless you guys. Oh, what about the um, what about the other thing? What thing? <laughs> What about the uh, – remember when um, the person said about the Suboxone and the melatonin? That was yesterday. That wasn't yesterday. It was this week. Find something from September. That was a great email, but find something from September. What happened to Troy and Tina and all them? What happened to those guys? Oh, uh, the OGs? Yeah. Are you guys still listening? Uh, I think we're, we're not in September because uh, Billy Baru is in October. Yeah, but that was a stellar, stellar email. Oh, so we bumped it for that. Yeah. Um, and we were in one of these moments of, like, searching for a good email, you know? Yeah. And I just want to thank everybody for listening. And I also want to say that uh, for people who are using and for people who are sober, that I'm very grateful to be sober. I just am. I'm grateful. And I want to say you this. Thank, you thank God. And what do they say at your meeting? Uh, thank my fam. For, thank your fam. I don't know what they say. I don't remember. I've only been once. But when my Chris, I'm making a real point here. I'm listening. That I was high from when I was... Oh, I love this one. I found one I liked. I laughed out loud when I read this. You're only going to really appreciate this, Dopey Nation, if you had a um, sweet spot in your heart for injecting cocaine. And this is good because we just did Eastside and Eastside was cocaine. I read this and I laughed out loud just because I could relate so much to what this guy said. You stepped on my gratitude for being oh, sober. Oh, I'm sorry. Though. Keep going. Yes. Gratitude. Uh, no, hit me with it. I want to hear it. I want to say this. Yeah. That I did drugs basically every day from when I was 20 till when I was basically 
40. I had a, I had a, I had a little bit clean in there. Yeah. But basically 20 years, give or take, doing drugs basically every day. And I have to say that not doing drugs now and not drinking, not that I ever drank, it's like, it's exciting. Like, it's, like it's, as, it's as exciting as drugs were in the beginning. Well, remember what tattoo artist Ryan said? The psychedelic. He said it's psychedelic. It is, but I'm just saying I'm excited because I don't know what's going to happen. What the sobriety will will bring. Yeah. I know what drugs will bring. It's going to bring misery. You know that. What the but, sobriety, yeah, ultimately? Of course. Because life but, is suffering, you mean? But yeah, but the beauty is the flip side of it. And as since we're sober, we grow from the, the suffering. What are you saying? I'm saying... The fire of suffer, the fire of suffering brings forth the gold of godliness. Dopey Nation, I just want to inform you of something: that when Eastside called, Chris went to that place where he doesn't come back from. He goes inside the mirror. Hold on, hold on, hold on. In every passionate pursuit, the pursuit counts more than the object pursued. Chris, can you come back? Can I beat it out of you? The price we pay to save ourselves will not be weighed in bars of gold. Do you understand Buy what I'm talking about? Buy back your soul, set your spirit free. Do you understand what I'm talking about? <laughs> yes, I do. And I feel it. Well, and that's why we're jiving right now. No, what I'm talking about is like, we don't know what's going to happen. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Forget misery. Forget it's going to bring us misery. I mean, there's an excitement to having... No, I genuinely was picking up what you were putting down and I was commenting about that. There's an excitement... And that the misery is part of that. It's that there's going to be ups and downs, and it's going to be exciting to handle those. Um, Unencumbered. We're putting a chemical in our system. I know what a fucking chemical solution entails, and I don't mean I mean the misery with no upside. And now it's like some of the greatest miseries on the flip side have turned out to be triumphs. Is it because everything is material? No, I mean like the sec- that story. <laughs> oh, material, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I thought you meant material, like like. Material. No, because because it's like it's yeah. like because we can come out of a bad story with a good ending. Yeah, that's not what I meant, but yeah. <laughs> Read the email. All right, okay. Uh, so, anyways, this is about a guy. The first time he shot coke. It's a really stupid story, but for some reason, I just fucking loved it. Okay, um, this is a guy. His name is. He emailed us many months ago, and then he reached out again recently, and he said. Hey guys, just thought I'd drop a line and let you know I'm really enjoying the podcast. Don't fucking eat the chocolate. Um, Hey guys, just thought I'd drop you a line and let you know I'm really enjoying the podcast. Knowing that I have a new episode to listen to on the drive takes some of the sting out of my Monday morning commute to work. I really like the recent episode where you talk about the first time shooting coke. It had me laughing and remembering mine. I used to get dope not far from Dave's place back then. From a place on 7th Street between B and C, they call the laundromat. It was reliably dope, and the spot was rarely ever hot. When it was hot, they'd make all us junkies keep moving until it cooled off, so there'd be this ridiculous parade of dope fiends circling the block. It was like musical chairs, and you wanted to be close when they reopened so you could be first in line. During one of these parades, I ended up walking alongside a kid about my age. I was 19, I think. And he told me he knew another spot that should be open and had good dope. I went with him and we copped at the other spot. I think it was right on St. Mark's. Crazy to think of a spot right there now. The guy, whose name I think was Eric, also bought little $5 portions of Coke wrapped in tinfoil. When he heard I'd never shot Coke, he insisted on fixing me up a shot. We couldn't go into any of the local places with bathrooms because the ones I was allowed into, he was banned from and vice versa. So he fixed my shot in a payphone, one of those like half booths with the glass around the phone. He was banned from most places in the area and he actually lived in the space above one of those metal roll down security doors that the stores have in the city. Eric stood guard while I did the shot. And as soon as I did it, And the stuff hit my brain. I puked all over the payphone. I remember turning to face him, puke dripping from my chin with a huge grin fixed on my face. He just nodded and laughed. I still laugh when I think about the poor fuck who tried to use that payphone next. The other time that sticks out was also in Alphabet City at the Odessa restaurant. 
Not sure if it's still there on A. It is. I used to go there and get an order of mashed potatoes and a Coke and then use their bathroom to shoot Coke a few times before coming down with my shot of dope. I once did such a bell ringer in the bathroom that I walked back out into a crowded restaurant with my pants around my knees. The waiter was yelling at me that I had to go and I couldn't speak. I could only make that weird croaking noise. I also like the bit about drug songs, mostly because I think it's hilarious that a dope fiend like Chris had never heard of I'm Waiting for the Man. I thought of a few of my faves. Palm Quarter Yangina, The Mountain Goats, Junkies Run and Dry, Operation Ivy, Quasal Codal, Love Song, Spider Bags, Punks in the Beer Light, Silver Jews. Keep up the awesome work, guys. If you actually do read any of this on the podcast, just please change my name. Too late. Too late. I got to remember to fix that. Anyways. <laughs> well, I didn't say his, I just said his first name. That's all right. Yeah. I'll beep it, I guess. I'll try. That's a good email. I don't know why. And I read that thing where he, I know why where he like puked it. on the phone and he turned and it was like, because you puking is so bad. And like, you puke on heroin and you feel good. But the first time you shoot coke, it's just like, oh my God. Like, I didn't even know that existed. It's, and I smoked crack and snorted coke for years, and it was nothing like the first time I shot it. No, it's not. But it's like, I never puked from shooting coke. Oh, I puked a lot from shooting coke. Yeah. I don't remember. But um, for me, shooting coke was like going to a floor of a building I never wanted to go to. Yeah. Well, <laughs> dude, all I do is like, well, I, you know, I, I talk about it so much, and it just had, it had such a profound effect that I liked it. The second I shoot coke, the, all I think is... The police are coming, and I'm going to die, and I shouldn't have done this. Now, let me focus on my heart so I don't die. <laughs> and then I sit there, and I panic. You know what I mean? Probably sitting over the toilet bowl, and I finally come down, extreme anxiety, and I'm like, I got to do that again. I think uh, the be- the thing, the reason that that story means so much to you is because he uses the term a bell ringer. A bell ringer, yeah. And you love Getting that Getting your expression. bell ring, straight gasoline, man, firing that gasoline. You love You love that expression. Yeah. So anyway, that's, that's good. I think. Oh, uh, should I do a review of the week? Definitely, because that's part of the feature of our semi-structured podcast. Don't mention structure. The dopey nation doesn't want to hear about it. Was the, who didn't like the structure? Nobody. No, but who was the guy you read? I don't remember. But nobody. Listen, we've gotten at least eleven emails that say when well, you Dan, tried Dan structure, structure. Oh yeah, sure. when you try structure, you fail. So they don't even notice our surreptitiously structured episodes that we've been doing because they're so. Anti-structure, but still structured. I shouldn't say structured. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Makes me LOL. Trouble in paradise. Trouble in paradise? Didn't someone say something about that to us? I don't know. Okay. Uh, This is the iTunes review of the week. Uh, Nothing like getting a laugh from depravity and making a long bus commute go that much faster. Dave and Chris put a nice spin on the two dudes talking genre with great interaction and guests. It's just storytelling at its finest. Give a listen for maybe the best 9-11 story I've heard yet. That's to you, my friend. That was my story. Yeah, that was your story. Yeah, that was in the... Hey, Brenda. (laughs) Do it. Uh, yeah. Do it. Come on. Uh, what was hey, it? Brenda, can I pee tomorrow? <laughs> that wasn't what it was. Yeah, it was the 9-11. He was re- we went back to the methadone clinic and it was business as usual. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I can't do it. <laughs> I can't. I mean, I could do my methadone impression, which is, which is uh, what is it? He goes, uh, what is it? Can what? I pee tomorrow? No, but that's like, that was just perfect thing. The, the methadone impression is... Uh, I can't believe they want to test me today. <laughs> How many take-homes can I get? <laughs> I, 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 I can't believe today they want to test me. I, I just shot this morning. <laughs> Brenda, can I test tomorrow? <laughs> Is that what it was? That was Something that. like that. For sure. Anyways, this was great. And toodles? I love... Being out in a – this is the thing though. When I am out and about in the city, it's very rare that I have a day off and I have nothing to do. But if ever I'm out and about in an open-air park or on the street near a methadone clinic and I see a congregated bunch of methadonians, do you know what I do? What? I stand near them. Do you know why? Why? Because I can hear, 
Hey, Brenda, you don't think I could get some more take-homes? I thought I'd get seven take-homes this week. Just to listen to them. I can't believe they're going to attach me today. I can't believe. I just, it's like music. It's yeah. like Beethoven's fucking symphony in my head. I, I just want to be there. I wish we were there now. Oh, fuck. Anyway, uh, write us an email, dopeypodcast at gmail.com. Follow us at the fucking stupid Instagram. We have hats. Yeah, we have 12 hats. We have 12 hats. What about the dopey hat competition? Okay? Are you making this up on the spot? Yes. <laughs> the dopey hat, we'll call it the dopey snap We pack. pick up one review and we give them... No, 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 no. What? what we want is we want a way to quantify how many listeners one of our listeners can get us. And if they can, whoever can get us the most listeners or reviews or anything, they get that. And how are they going to prove this? I don't know. Other than just emailing us saying. Fine, at least we get an email out of the deal. <laughs> whoever can tell the biggest lie for how many people they turn on the Facebook dopey. live thing? We've still got to do that at some point. Oh, yeah, we got to do that. Two, I think. We're six months behind. <laughs> Well, Facebook Live I don't want to do. What I want to do is YouTube. Just record it. Facebook fucking sucks. Yeah. You know, I'm not even just talking about our, like, as a Facebook user. I'm talking about we fucking have a page on Facebook. I post something. It says, you've reached six people. Yeah. (laughs) We have 400 people on the page or 370 or something. We might even have more. I think we might have 500 people. The point is something with Facebook it just makes it unavailable. They and want I don't, you to pay. I hate them. <laughs> I fucking hate you them. You mean it, I can tell. I do. I yeah. fu- because, I mean, what the fuck? Yeah, what the fuck? So I'm thinking, and Dopey Nation, if you have a thought, do we do a YouTube thing? Probably. Like, I was thinking you and me could do, like, the disguise thing, like Daft Punk, but that could be our shtick. Like, our thing. Yeah. You don't see us. Yeah, yeah, I'm down. You want to do it? Yeah. All right, great. All right, so uh, thanks, guys, for listening, and we're going to close it out with Test Your Work? Or did, did, Maybe we'll open it and close it. Anyway, stay strong. Be right. well. And toodles. And I sniff that whole table, Scarface, another court case. I'm a frequent offender. When Wyclef was hot, I was gone to November. Six years, hard time. Bobby was fucking up, Whitney could have been mine. We would have been so high and so in love. When Amy Winehouse died, I could have saved her. I could have smoked like half of that. She wouldn't have had to go with cardiac. Arrest, hands up under her dress. Lindsay Law on her mess, but I still cope above her breast. I must confess, I heard from a little birdie. Bring some crystal meth, you can get that from Fergie. Had a real nice dream, me and Charlie Sheen. Few Playboy bros, I was hiding Rob Ford. Brick after brick, like Shaq at the free throw. I stayed hard, I put coke in my pee hole. You about that life? I'm about that life. You ain't really, really about that life. If you really, really about that life, 50, get with me. Let me test your word. T.I., I'm trying to get high. Let me test your word. 
Birdman, I hear you, man. Let me test your work. Brick Squad, I like it hard. Let me test your work. I want that shit that made Britney shave her head. I want that shit made DMX say he a fan. I want that shit that had Amanda Bonds tweaking. I want that shit Lance Armstrong compete with. I'm a winner by any means. You dig me? Praise Angelina Jolie, but when it condemn me, keep trying to play me like I'm a loser. Biggest sales first week, Robbie Downey Jr. I remember even Oprah got high. You thought I forgot? Uh-uh. I remember D'Angelo was Diesel. Lamar Odom, that's my people. Drew Barrymore, she liked it at raw. Me, I liked it cooked. With armor hammer on it. One time, can't lie, was Keith Ledger high. But on that Samuel L. Jackson, that crack high. You about that life? I'm about that life. You ain't really, really about that life. If you really, really about that life, Meek Mills, keep it real, let me test your work. Joey Crack, where it's at, let me test your work. Coke boys, I hear that noise, let me test your work. Rick chef me up something, let me test your work. RP, ODB, we woulda got along. Woulda probably been my feature on this very song. I can handle with Michael Jackson, no deed on. Four dimes, Jahima sing you a whole song. I had that nigga singing old McDonald. I'ma do the same thing to Joe to see tomorrow. Sean and Wayne said they homies still got the D. So when I hit your town, nigga, introduce me. You know Randy Jackson from American Idol. Well, his daughter's a prom fiend. She got the title. Michael Douglas' son, best boofer I know. He snuck a whole kilo in his asshole. You about that life? I'm about that life. You ain't really, really about that life. If you really, really about that life, D block, you got a lock. Let me test your work. To change, unless you change, let me test your work. Beanie Siegel, keep it regal. Let me test your work. Yo Gotti, anybody? Let me test your work. That Eastside crackhead. Still putting words together. It's that new shit. You know I got an old pipe, but a new head.